What up, y'all? This is Astro Dim here, laying in my bed, talking to y'all, because we're talking on my bed and astrology. Yay! <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome to Podcast Aween, where every single day I'm going to talk about a crazy conspiracy theory about a famous death that was a bit mysterious what we're gonna do is look at the birth charts and the death charts to see what the fuck is up if we can really uncover some things on our own and this next person i'm gonna uncover or people i'm gonna uncover is something deep and creepy and scary and sad and tragic lord i'm gonna talk about a innovator two innovators of music who really change the the vibe of R&B, of funk, and really, actually, help revolutionize rap. To this day, you know, some of the styles that they brought up, people are still using this shit to this day. Some of the styles and some of the music that's being sampled, sampled from these folks. I'm talking about two brothers of Zap. Roger Troutman and Larry Troutman, okay? Now, what makes this death wild is Larry Troutman, who was the older brother of Roger Troutman, you know, they were in a band together. It was um, a couple of other of their brothers as well as um, other family members sometimes would join in and friends who were really, really good and talented with music. The whole family was just musically talented. But the wild thing about it is that it's said and believed that Larry Troutman shot Roger Troutman in the stomach multiple times and then went off and killed himself in a car. It's weird, y'all. And a lot of people are saying, like, because there's conflicting info here and there's just such so much mystery people are a little bit confused on what the hell happened here so we'll dig a little deeper let me give you an introduction of these men okay so roger troutman was born november 29th 1951 in hamilton ohio and larry troutman was born august 12th 1944 um, in hamilton ohio as well okay um, Roger Troutman was a singer, composer, songwriter, producer, multi-instrumentalist, <laughs> wow, and founder of Zap. Wow. Um, Larry Troutman was um, wasn't probably was sung sung background, but more of the composer, songwriter, producer, and businessman of Zap and the Troutman Enterprises, which is a family business they created when it came to their music. And the business of their music, the business side of it. Um, you know, Roger Troutman popularized in the overexerted um, vocals when you auto-tuned something. Um, it's called, it was called the talk box at the time. And really um, pushed funk to the next level in the 1980s. Of course, you know, funk probably start, like, started around like the 60s, got popular in the 70s, and then really they helped hit put, they helped push it forward in the 80s. Um, you know, he actually, Roger Troutman, made a custom-made talk box called the Electro Harmonics Golden Throat, 
also um, custom made two other um, instruments called the Moog Minimoog and the Yamaha DC 100 FM synthesizer. Um, at that time, like synthesized sounds were very important, like guitars and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, he actually literally made custom made instruments so it could play the type of sound that he wanted. Roger, Larry, and their brothers were actually discovered by George Clinton, who was a huge, huge, huge funk artist back, definitely back in the seventies and signed them to his label called Uncle Jam Records. Um, it was, see, between, this was the tricky part. I'm not sure what happened here, but it said that, you know, Roger or Larry or just the group overall did some kind of sneaky stuff and signed to Warner Brothers directly um, and then had the help of Bootsy Collins and was signed under rubber band music directly from Warner Brothers. You get what I'm saying? And so a lot of people were like, oh, they were on some slick stuff and George Clinton was pissed off. And um, the only person that wanted to work with them was Bootsy because Bootsy didn't care, really. He just wanted to play his music. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, that was that. But their famous songs, well, Roger's favorites, like his mostly famous songs, he was a solo artist as well, was um, I Want to Be Your Man and So Rough, So Tough. But when it came to Zap, uh, More Bounce to the Ounce, Computer Love, It Doesn't Matter, and many other classics. They had a lot of funk classics in the 80s. Um, They had a reemergence in the 90s with West Coast hip hop. um, And Roger Troutman was actually featured in California Luck. He's the guy that would sing the chorus, California, no doubt about it. Right. He's, He's the guy that sung that because they actually sampled his song, um that was um made from california love so you know i think the song was is wasn't it um so it was so rough so tough that's what they actually sampled and um he was also on easy e's album stoop dogs album and many other rap and r&b um albums and just general singles and music okay so uh let's talk about their death which was just really really confusing um you know, in April 25th, 1999, around 7 a.m., Roger Troutman was found critically injured from bullet wounds um, in his torso area outside his studio. Um, again, he was shot several times in the stomach or torso area in general, and he died during surgery. Um, Roger's brother, Larry Troutman, was found dead in a car a few blocks away with the quote-unquote, this is what people assumed, a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head okay now the tricky thing about this uh, before I go further is that trying to find the death certificate and the autopsy report was really really confusing really really hard um, so I was able to actually found, find the death certificate and it said that the autopsy report was report um, was made with both Larry and Roger but there's no there's nowhere to be found um, luckily, when I was fa- was able to find the death certificate, I was able to get the death times. So even though I don't have the um, times of their birth, I definitely have the times of their death, which will be a little bit more clearer for me. Um, it is said that the car that 
you know, Larry was in matched the description of the vehicle leaving the scene of Roger's shooting, according to witnesses. But there's another account that said that there were no witnesses. So which one are we supposed to believe? Were there witnesses or not? Like, I don't understand that. This, this, was a, this is what makes it a little funny, right? Um, the gun found with Larry also matched the bullets that killed Roger. But the strange thing about this, too, is that Larry was in the passenger seat of the car not the driver's side so how does that make any sense did he drive two blocks away from the studio got in the passenger and shot himself that doesn't make any sense who would do that in that nick of time like it's just silly you know what i mean um family and friends think the dispute started because larry was having financial issues and roger was wanting to dissolve the their business partnership for years larry managed not only the family ran um, housing company called Troutman Enterprises, he also managed um, Roger Troutman directly. The thing is, though, Roger Enterprises filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on $500,000 in delinquent taxes around like 92. Um, and I guess he was trying to bring things up, back, like bring things back into the swing of things. And with the help of Roger, they was able to make a lot of money off of people sampling their music in the 90s. A, rap, a lot of rappers sampled their um, the Zap music in the 90s and um, Roger's solo music as well. But the thing is, though, is that Larry was really, really mad over Roger trying to fire him as the manager of Roger's career. Um, and so people think that that had something to do with the death. And then as well as, um, you know, his family, uh, Larry's immediate family, like the kids, his kids and his, um, I believe his wife, I believe, were saying that he was acting weird um, days before he passed. Like he was something off and he was in a dark mood. So that's something definitely you should note. Um, some say that Larry was mad that Roger was actually getting paid under the table instead of having money being funneled through the Roger Enterprise, I mean, excuse me, the Troutman Enterprises business. Um, the interesting thing, though, was that, you know, they were always known as good Christian boys, never used drugs. Everyone in the industry knew them as good kids. Uh, but they did love women <laughs> because, um, you know, Larry had a, about like, what, nine kids while Roger had 12 um and but roger never married though <laughs> um another thing to note too is that larry was a vietnam vet and as you know a lot of vietnam vets um you know suffered a lot of trauma and have post-traumatic stress so if larry did was the one who killed roger was it connected to that something that wasn't you know touched on when he came back um Another thing I wanted to mention, too, was that um, the family was extremely philanthropic and gave a lot to the Dayton community, specifically the African-American or black community um, of America and just a whole bunch of different black communities throughout the states. So they were extremely philanthropic, building houses, building business within the Dayton, Ohio area um, and building like job opportunities. So they were just really, really giving. Um Another thing about Roger too, Roger Troutman was always known as being charismatic and also known as being a spoiled child. You know, some of the kids would get in trouble for things, but Roger was always able to talk himself out of it. And so he got a lot of attention from the start. Um, so, I, you know, 
was there jealousy involved you know who knows but there's some things a lot of people who said think that this is conspiracy which i understand some of the question they had you know who were the witnesses were there any witnesses why two different people are saying two different things um you know this family is known as a clean cut family never got into trouble or straightforward kids like what happened um you know and then another thing too was that Larry was found with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head, but was in the passenger seat of the car. How does that make any sense? Did someone drive him there, made him shoot himself in the head and then bounce? What happened? You know what I mean? Like, what freaking happened here? Um, but a lot of there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Um, using like numbers and the whole Freemason thing. So, for instance, right, people were saying that it's a hundred. Um, he was, um, he died in the 115th day of the year. Um, 115 apparently equals killing and Masonic. Um, and then the numerology, um, of 147 means Freemason conspiracy. And he was killed 147 days after his 47th birthday. Another thing too is that, you know, another person was saying that there's this trend of celebrities passing away on the 25th of the month. Um, so that's kind of something interesting that um, it's like a trend and no one knows why. It's just strange. It's just strange overall. So what we're going to do is look at the birth chart of both Roger and Larry Troutman. See if we can find some info within that. Then we're going to look at both of their death charts. Um, which they actually didn't pass away too far from each other. Um, and then at least according to the death certificate. Um, and then, um, I'm going to see, I'm going to use name, name asteroids to see if anything pops up too on their birth charts, um, and death charts and see if there's more to this than we are aware of. Also, of course, look at trances and progressions as well during a time. So yeah. Um, we'll, let's see how this how this is like panning out for us, okay? All right, peace. All right, guys. So let's take a look at um, first Roger Troutman's chart, and then we'll take a look at um larry troutman to see if we can see something here okay so roger troutman is definitely a sagittarius sun right we don't know his birth time so we can't get his rising but his moon um most likely was a sag moon too that's a lot of sag energy no wonder he had that great creativity it makes so much sense interesting thing though is that the moon is conjunct osiris moon represents your mother but also represents family so it can show that family is connected to his death and then it also um the moon is pretty close but not conjuncting requiem um and requiem actually is conjunct his juno so it makes me wonder if i know he wasn't married when he passed but if someone that he felt like it was life partner was his life partner if they were involved with his funeral arrangements um that would be interesting to see and to note okay so that's um the first thing that i just paid myself 
for sure. He's a new moon baby. So literally, he brung in newness, new beginnings. And he brought a new beginning with his family. He brought a new aspect of the funk genre. He just brought newness. And then he was involved in a new genre, which was hip-hop. So all makes sense. It's just so deep how it kind of goes all together. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful, beautiful energy that he had. Beautiful, creative energy. People that have a lot of Sag energy is known are known to being uh, very um, artistic. I don't know anyone that who is a Sag son that doesn't know how to draw or doesn't. Um, and I don't know anyone that doesn't have Sag energy in general, especially Sag sun and moon that don't know how to draw. Like every Sag energy person I know has an artistic way to them. It's crazy how it works. Um, one thing that I peeped though that is really really interesting as well within this chart is that he has Dark Moolah and Chiron at one degree Capricorn, right? So his healing, what he needs to heal, what his childhood trauma is connected to is authority. He felt like he had no sense of authority whatsoever. He felt like it was hard to build up a, um, a career, a status, and a reputation within his life. Maybe he was always seen as the baby. He was called Little Roger often. And so he probably felt like, oh, people just use me for my talents. I don't, I can't build up my own authority. And then it's possible that he died um, by, he was killed by Larry because he wanted to have his own reputation, his own status, his own connection um, to himself with his own career. And um, Larry shot him. So again, he couldn't have his own authority within himself. That's actually allegedly Larry allegedly shot him. So that's probably what's connected here. And so that was a part of his childhood trauma. His Chiron was to find authority within his life, find a status and reputation of his own, right? But he has Dark Moon Lilith here, which shows masculine energy trying to control feminine energy or how feminine energy um, seeks revenge onto masculine energy. So I'm wondering, you know, they're both fire signs, they're both fiery. Who's the one that's more masculine? If I look over to Larry's chart, he's a Leo son. His moon is Gemini, both masculine energies. There could have been a possibility possibility of him being a um, Taurus moon. So that might be something. But if he was a Gemini moon, um, you know, his moon is conjunct in Juno, possibly Uranus. You get what I'm saying? So masculine energy with masculine energy. So I wonder who will be the feminine one out of the group. We will have to see their birth times to see who's rising sign. Um, is who has what what rising sign exactly? Um, and see if one of them is a water sign or an earth sign because they're the feminine signs, while air and fire is the masculine. But it looks like honestly. Both of them have masculine-esque energy. But if I had to pick a feminine person of the group, it would be Larry. Because Gemini, even though it's a masculine sign, has the yin and yang within them. Has the evil twin and the good twin, quote-unquote, right? And so there's more possibility of feminine energy within there. So, um, you know, it shows that some feminine energy will try to, you know seek revenge onto him because of him trying to apply his power apply his authority get his specific specific status right and he did have a lot of children i don't know if it was multiple babies mothers so that could be the feminine energy that's playing out but this the but it could be one specific aspect that plays out in different ways throughout your life so who knows right but that was something that he needs to heal within himself as well
but that's me looking at his stellium he slightly has a capsellium but he definitely has a sad stellium with his new moon energy with the sun and the moon and sag as well as mercury in the sag um sector of his chart as well as a whole bunch of other asteroids like juno Raphael, and osiris like i mentioned okay um now he also actually i mean i want to make sure i talk about this too he does have a libra um stellium as well he has mars venus um saturn and neptune um he has that stellium there with neptune and venus <laughs> conjuncting tightly at the same degree 20 degrees so no wonder he settled he didn't settle down he was too be too busy being free too busy channeling energies and what he kind of saw was probably that i channel energy from the relationships that i'm in rather romantic or platonic but when i'm ready to go i'm ready to go you know what i mean a lot of relationships that he were in he actually was in it for the long haul when he felt it um he loved it uh but when it was time for him to go he had to go and he was definitely inspired by the relationships he was in thus his beautiful music his beautiful composing beautiful producing and beautiful songwriting and singing you get what i'm saying um but with neptune and venus conjunct each other if we're talking about like partnerships and possible death energy uh neptune is not really a death you know planet but if we were to kind of see something here it's interesting it, this energy kind of can say i mean if libra was in the eighth house maybe sixth house maybe fourth that uh, someone that he loved and desired and yearned for drugged him or made him disillusioned he probably was quite disillusioned in his desires and what he really wanted and so he'll be like i'm so into this and then change his mind especially with libra libras are known for changing their mind you know his neptune and venus is in libra um so he probably really was disillusioned about the things that he wanted and then god was like mm. <laughs> so and and if that energy if that libra energy is in his eighth house which i'm not sure if it is because we don't know his birth time that can definitely have that could have caused his death like a woman being scorned or mad but the thing is though is that again we don't we're not sure if this third party is possibility that it was a third party but who knows you know what i mean but i definitely wanted to mention that energy um to kind of go over to saturn his saturn is in libra not conjuncting anything in libra but it's you know saturn is in libra which shows that it could have been a possible death through someone his business partner which was his brother you know or a relationship a romantic one who knows you know we have to look a little bit deeper into that i really wish we had his birth time because it could make things a lot clearer one thing that is interesting he has vesta conjunct um in south node which does show um the powers that be had having control over his everyday life in the past life i don't know if that has any significance or connections to his the life that we know know his spirit as roger troutman you hear what i'm saying uh maybe the powers that be had control over his health but he was known as being a healthy person so i'm not sure about that you know pluto is by itself in leo um which shows that his creativity his self-expression and his art could have caused him his transitions including transition of career transition of life and transition of death 
Uranus is conjunct air, um, excuse me, Anubis. I always pronounce this incorrectly. <laughs> Uranus conjuncts Anubis very closely, less than one degree, right? And so that shows random death by family member because they're both in Cancer. Um, believe it or not, like a lot of it's a lot of moon, moon death energy. There's a lot of moon and death energy. Which Moon is, again, connected to his mother. And I'm not trying to blame his mother for killing him. It's similar to, like, the Otis Redding thing. Like, again, I'm not trying to blame his wife for being involved. But, you know, Cancer and Moon is connected to family, too. So that might be, you know, a random act from the family member has caused the death. Uh, and Uranus and... Oof, okay. Anubis is retrograde, which shows there's some secrecy within the death. There's a lot of internal things that they were feeling and kind of built up, and it caused this random reaction. But remember how I said about Uranus retrograde? Uranus retrograde gives you the vibe that, yeah, it seemed like it was shocking, and it was shocking to Roger, but it was probably planned all along. You get what I'm saying? Maybe if it was even subconscious, like, if this nigga do this, I'll kill him. No one as like, you know how you always say, oh, I'm going to kill this person. I swear to goodness. You know what I mean? Jokingly, you're not really going to kill them. Maybe he was subconsciously saying this and, and actually ended up happening that he killed him. Ceres is Conchuck North Node in Pisces, um, which gives me the vibe that, like, when they found Roger, honestly, okay, this is, might sound fucked up, but the ambulance and the people at the the hospital didn't do their best or they were negligent somehow or they could he, I felt like he he was in serious condition I felt like they probably were negligent somewhere and if they weren't he could have been alive today you know I really really felt that I feel that with Sarah's kind of gives me like the caretaker type of vibe how you nurture people right um, maybe they didn't give him the right drugs since it's in Pisces. Maybe they didn't give him the right things to keep him alive. That's what I'm kind of sensing here. But yeah, that's what I'm kind of sensing over here. Um, now let's look at like, you know, Pluto. Because Pluto represents death. Mars, Mars represents like aggression and like, you know, someone being aggressive towards you and then saturn saturn kind of represents death in its own way too now let's look at saturn first um in the aspect saturn is making we know saturn's in libra's in 12 degrees libra and let's see certain aspects they're making now saturn is square uranus and anubis quite closely which is kind of interesting shows that there was um you know he he didn't feel he felt restricted in the partnership that he was in. And, you know, there was a random incident from his family. But that caused him that death. But and caused him that restriction, too. So it might have been like some random thing that happened with the money that made him like and it made Roger pissed off. And Roger was like, all right, Larry, I have to break off from you. But with Uranus conjuncting. Anubis, it shows that like it was such a sensitive subject that it could have led to death but definitely there was some restriction felt by roger for sure in within the partnership um because he felt like with uranus being in cancer that the feeling of being nurtured and cared for and his emotions being the 
being thought of was just ran- too random, you know? It's too random, and he wanted to just break off on his own. Again, it shows this too with Uranus conjunct Anubis, and it's both of them a square and Saturn, that this, you know, this restriction was felt on both of them. And the incident did happen, but I felt like because the energy is squared, it was an instant regret, which is heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. Saturn is also trying RIP, which shows that the RIP energy or death energy easily flowed with this restriction within partnership. So it was a matter of time, honestly. But just sad. Saturn is in conjunct Lachesis as well, um, which represents death. Um, again, restriction caused, um, well, death caused by restriction actually through the partnership that was connected. And that's the tricky thing because partnership can mean business partnership, but also can mean a platonic partnership or a relationship partnership. But, you know, as we know it, him and Larry had a partnership together. So that's how the connection is there. That's all I can think of at the moment. I don't see too much lovey-dovey type of energy yet. But, you know, you never know. We don't have the birth time in the houses. So we'll have to just look deeper. And Destin is conjunct Saturn too, which shows, again, this was... His destiny to feel restricted uh, within his circle, within his group, within the partnerships that he was in. It was a lesson that he needed to learn. He meaning Roger. Roger needed to learn how to break out and not be restricted anymore. Saturn is squared finale as well. Jeez. Again, that gives me energy of instant regret. Instant regret. No wonder he killed himself. It makes a lot of sense. He meaning Larry. Saturn is sextile the moon as well as the sun, which shows that again, like Roger was emotionally feeling and identifying with taking authority. He really just wanted to break out and be on his own. He probably been feeling this for a while, but couldn't felt like he couldn't do anything about it. Now let's look at Pluto, which represents transition and death, and see the connections there. Pluto's at 21 degrees Leo. And it is retrograde, which shows the transition is of secret. Um, it's eternal uh, feeling that he was feeling at the moment. Um, any transitions that he felt uh, or went through, it was just like he f- went through it internally as well. And it affected his creativity, his self-expression, his talents, how he had fun, all of that. Pluto is Pluto retrograde is sextile RIP retrograde. Again, easy flowing energy of transformation and death. Well, actually, not really because RIP is an asteroid. It's not too close to Pluto. Excuse me about that. But, you know, it's good to know that interpretation anyway. (laughs) Um, Pluto is in conjunct Requiem. Requiem is funeral arrangements. So, again, transition, um, death connected with the funeral arrangements they probably was able to easily set up the funeral arrangements and I don't know if you guys are aware I feel so bad for the family because they had to kind of deal with the brother possibly killing another brother they buried them together and they had the funeral arrangements together um, which must have been so conflicting and sad I feel so bad for that family Pluto is sextile Neptune which again shows that the transition is um Definitely disillusioned, confused, deception involved. Um, 
this just very murky and no one knows what the hell happened but as we know that it is connected to desires since pluto was also conjunct venus and venus represents desires venus also represents partnerships and relationships as well as um self-worth so maybe roger didn't feel a sense of self-worth in the current partnership that he was in and so he felt like he needed to go and go through his own transition but because his pluto was retrograde uh, the transition was a little wonky and he had to go about it a certain way unfortunately he didn't get a chance to do that you know um there's a lot of christians who are into astrology i was a christian that was into astrology i've always been into astrology um but i don't you know a lot of them are feel like that it's not the good thing to do like get into astrology so i wonder if he was um in his song he does does say i don't need astrology thanks to my technology for computer love and i was like yes you always need astrology roger <laughs> but you know it, it makes me wonder like um i know he was a christian man i wonder if um he was into astrology at all you know but let's also look at larry's natal chart too um actually no before we go to larry's let's actually finish off Rogers by looking at his um Mars and then looking at some of the signs too and then see what's up with that. So um where is his Mars? His Mars is in three degrees Libra. Let's see if there's any aspects happening there. But that does show aggression from a partner. <sighs> Which, you know, not all people that have Mars and Libra is gonna be murdered by their business partner or the relation the person they have relations with but you know um if you have certain aspects if you're in certain situations it is possible that it happens so that it can't happen you get what i'm saying mars is opposite june i mean excuse excuse me not juno jupiter jupiter is in aries mars is in libra he may have felt motivated by being in a partnership by connecting with others that helped motivate him to do his work and do his work at a um, greater ability it helped him be driven um but it's also opposite you know jupiter jupiter's retrograde and is in aries so it shows that um all his um prosperity and abundance actually comes from within and totally believing in himself totally believe in his persona his personality but he has to believe it from within for it to be from with come from without um for it to be displayed without he's wouldn't be helpful um he wouldn't find it helpful to you know get self-worth through shared worth he would just have to believe it from within and then it will come through outwardly it will manifest in the outward um world or the external world you get what i'm saying um which is interesting because again like he's battling between getting abundance and prosperity from working from within but also being motivated from you know being in partnerships so he probably that's why he had a hard time breaking off by himself so he always somehow partnered up with people um, even when he did his solo acts, his solo acts was always with somebody. He was always working with somebody. He felt like he always needed to have a partnership. He really was learning to break out of that. But it unfortunately, it caused super aggression um, into, his, into his situation. 
Jupiter always exaggerates things. Um, it brings um, abundance, but abundance is very general. So it could bring abundance to shitty things and abundance to great things. So uh, literally, he has uh, with the Mars and Jupiter connection, you know, him kind of venturing on his own brought extreme aggression to whatever partnerships that he was trying to break out of. You get what I'm saying? Especially since the energy is opposite. Again, to show that this was might have been planned somehow, uh, even even subconsciously, um, Mars is trying palace. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like Larry was possessed somehow, programmed somehow. I don't know, but this was like planned. But it's but it it tried to come off as something that was like came out of nowhere but it really didn't because I personally read Uranus retrograde as you know yeah it's shocking to you but it really was planned all along and then seeing Mars also um trying palace I feel like this had some planning involved some strategic things involved here you know what I mean Mars is also conjunct dark moon Lilith and Chiron so again, a feminine energy, um, kind of seeking revenge onto a masculine energy and meeting it by aggression, causing extreme disharmony and um, aggression to that person. And all the person was trying to do with Chiron here was heal their authority, heal themselves by like healing their status, healing their reputation. But it just wasn't going to work out in their favor, unfortunately, which is real sad. Um, and they probably try to talk it out because Mars is also square Mercury. But, they, they, you know, the person couldn't listen because, again, this person was motivated by partnerships. This person meaning Roger. But they also wanted to claim authority of their own. But the thing is, though, is that they want to get the partnerships from somewhere else. and want to include their family anymore they wanted to literally be on their own in partnership with other people on their have partnerships with other people on their own you get what i'm saying and that caused the friction that caused the disharmony the sun is sextile mars too which shows that it was just great great aggression here great aggression and it was like highlighted with the sun sextile mars you know um and then you know look at um Scorpio. Scorpio has nothing but Antropos. Antropos is not really aspecting anything. Um, it is sextile Mercury, which bad words were probably spoken before the act, the, the action happened, before the sadness occurred. You know what I mean? Before the tragedy occurred. Guys, I am so sorry about the background noise. My friend's dog's here, and he's just sparking away. <laughs> And I just wanted to make sure I send this off to you guys. But let's um, take a look at... Well, Mars only has Jupiter. Which Jupiter, again, is all about abundance. So abundance on aggression naturally to him. The thing is, though, is that his Jupiter is retrograde. So he's feeling this from within and not being able to fully express how he feels. This express this aggression. And then Capricorn... It just has Dark Moon, Lilith, Chiron, and Finale here. Let's take a look at Larry's chart and see if we can see anything here. 
Um, the first thing I peeped is that Larry's Saturn is in Cancer, so he felt restricted within his family. Um, he felt restricted within his emotions, and so when you're restricted with your emotions, you're automatically gonna automatically gonna like act out when you're able when you kind of want to take authority. You know what I mean? You're just gonna just express your emotions in the most like brunt and abrupt way the moon and uranus are conjunct um and gemini which shows that if he feels something he's gonna say it and it might just come randomly um but it could show that random actions occur off of his emotions so it does show that he kind of like if he feels something um and he just is fully feeling it at the time he's going to express it through random actions you get what i'm saying and so again this kind of shows that he there's a possibility that he was involved in this for real for real um palace is also conjunct north node which again like you know even though he comes off as doing shit randomly it's something it's something that he thought about you know what i mean like he would think about it but not act on it think about it but not act on it then all of a sudden blah and then all the stuff that he was thinking about doing but not really wanting to do he will do it you get what i'm saying so it's a part of his life path to kind of like be strategic specifically when it comes to family matters you get what i'm saying his pluto was in leo as well eight degrees leo which shows that again, death connected to creativity, transformation. Um, excuse me, transformation connected to creativity, talent, self-expression, etc. Vesta is also in Leo, but not really aspecting anything in Leo that is in his Leo stellium. His son is in Leo. That shows that he was extremely creative, extremely talented, very self-expressive. And a lot of Leos too, like, you know, they want the attention. And it was always Roger that got the attention, not Larry. So I wonder if there was some jealousy connected here. Cyrus is also in Leo, which shows when he loves, he loves hard and he just spoils and gives and gives. So he may have felt like he gave and gave and gave. How dare Roger just not just leave me hanging. You get what I'm saying? Dark Moon, Lilith, and Juno and Jupiter are all conjunct in Virgo, which is interesting because Roger had a Dark Moon, Lilith, Venus connection too, didn't he? Let me see. No, he had a Dark Moon, Lilith, um, Chiron connection. His connection was with Venus and Neptune. Excuse me. Anywho. Um... It shows that Larry probably had a lot of women try to get back at him, being mad at him because he desired a specific thing in his life. Maybe he does. He was focused on working, 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 and the women in his life were mad, and so they felt like they had to get him back somehow. And it couldn't have been. It, it wasn't just only women; just feminine energy overall. You get what I'm saying? Jupiter is also connected to um, Venus, so even though. Roger was known as a ladies' man. Larry definitely got his too. He had an abundance of his desires, whatever he desired. But the tricky thing is, since Dark Moon Lilith is conjunct his Venus, he will always get some sort of revenge from getting the abundance that he had of his desires. You get what I'm saying? Chiron is also conjunct Mercury, which shows that he always he got a lot of kickback from talking back. 
which reminds me of what I said earlier about how people said that Roger was so spoiled and he would never get in trouble, but everyone else would. This shows that he was the—he was probably the one of the kids that got out of, got the most trouble, even though Roger probably did the worst, you know. Um, and on an everyday basis too, since it's connected to Virgo. So when it came to like his chores or his duties or whatever, he would do something, he would get in trouble instantly. Always, you know, he would try to talk back, get in immediate trouble. Roger would be able to get himself out of the situation easily, and that probably annoyed people. Um, and it shows too that when it came to speaking, you know, um, Larry spoke with assertiveness for sure because his Mercury conjuncts uh, Mars, um, and he kind of just did it in a just matter of fact business like get, get I'm getting my shit done type of way. He definitely have energy of someone that has a business mind for sure. With Mars, Mercury, Ju- um, Venus, and Jupiter in Virgo, he was just looking through the details, making sure everything was right, going through the everyday thing. And they said that he was the leader of the group when it came to the business side, like making sure everything was all right, connecting all the dots and all that stuff while also doing the music. So again, like I can see why he was just like so upset, like you're not going to let me be your manager anymore, like what's going on? And I've always done stuff for you, blah, 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 blah. You get what I'm saying? Finale and Antropos are conjunct in Scorpio, which shows, again, this, like, deep, dark secret connected to the death, um, to, connected to his death. We probably, it's going to take a lot to try to uncover this. It can be uncovered if people put the effort to it. And it looks like his family just took just like accepted the death and moved on I don't think they even want to know the truth because it will hurt them so much it's just so sad it's really sad it's funny because Rogers Chiron is in Capricorn but Larry's South Node is in Capricorn so Larry was all about taking authority naturally that's just what his energy was was taking authority getting the get into his get into the right getting the right reputation getting the right status getting the right career but what he was supposed to do was kind of take care of family and what he did was balance both which is actually the good thing to do balance career and family by being a part of zap taking care of his family through the career that he had like it was he actually did a good job balancing his north node and south node an excellent job um and all roger wanted was to get that authority get that career get that status on his own um which could show why he was so passionate about it because he was so you know with larry being passionate about you know having some control over roger's career you know what i'm saying because it was a part of his karmic past his karmic influence it's what he, he he breathed that type of shit, that energy. You know what I mean? He only has South Node in Capricorn. Um, Scorpio has literally all the, not all, but like four death asteroids. Only two are conjuncting. Like I said before, Antropos and Finale. And nothing in Aries. He has nothing in Aries. Most of his planets are literally between four signs, maybe five. He has some in Gemini, some in Cancer, some in Leo, most in Virgo, most in Leo, most in Virgo, and one in Libra. 
everything else is pretty much empty except for asteroids. Uranus sextiles Pluto for him. Again, random shocking death connected to his emotions since the moon is also sextile Pluto as well. These energies is also, though, sextile Vesta, keeper of the hearth. But is he the keeper of the hearth? He wanted to keep the family the same, the tradition the same. He might be keeper of the hearth. You get what I'm saying? Instead of the bigger power, like I said before. I'll have to look deeper into his Saturn to see if there's anyone else involved. But mm, I don't know. Uranus is sextile sun as well. Which again, um, random shocking things happening in his vitality. I wonder if he randomly would get sick or feel weird. Or, you know, Uranus is not all bad. Like a random energy random sense of um identity and understanding of self and understanding of his self-expression being able to have random bouts of genius and him identifying with it and going with it and creating these genius opportunities you know he helped create the songs of zap too you know what i mean so it's just random bouts of ingeniousness you know deeply connected with his emotions his, his varied emotions, since he possibly has Moon and Gemini, really, really helped him with his creativity. His Chiron is in Gemini, though, so a big part of his healing is connected to um, his daily tasks, his daily life. You know, he had to heal his, you know, his everyday life and how he handled it. So that everyday life includes, you know, him handling his business his work environment his routines and stuff like that and with Chiron also closely connected to Mercury and Virgo which Merc like Mercury is of the Virgo planet um shows the importance of attention to detail and how he needs to really focus on that maybe it was his attention to his lack of attention to detail that affected his businesses and why the family was in debt why Roger didn't want him to be a part of his um you know his manager anymore and stuff like that um but the thing is it's like he had this pride to him when it came to this like he would have great attention to detail and would miss something so obvious and it'll be so mad and since mars is also conjunct this um energy chiron and mercury and virgo he would get so angry and kind of let me even lash out um or it can show too that he would just go for things, just jump for things and go for them instead of kind of looking at all the details. He'll look at most of the details, roll with it, but not all of the details and it would get him caught up, especially with Uranus. Um, squaring all this energy, you know, random situations will pop up and they'll, they can pop, they will possibly like will get screwed in the long haul, but also random things will pop up and you know, it may work in their favor, but because Uranus is square, all this energy was usually just harmonious opportunities um, that will fuck certain things up in their lives. You know what I mean? Saturn is sextile Venus and Dark Moon Lilith and Jupiter, which shows that, you know, his desires that he had was long lasting his philosophies and beliefs in abundance were long lasting once he kind of claimed his authority for both of these things but another thing too is that the revenge against you know to him again from feminine energy was also long lasting he had to claim authority within that now who's the feminine energy in this situation who knows 
is this the is he the person that actually wanted to seek out revenge maybe i'm not sure who's feminine in this situation i'm really not i'm really not maybe it's him he does have a lot of virgo energy you know who knows who knows um but yeah that's what i see here and then also saturn is squared neptune which honestly shows like you know well, a part of his major life lessons and a part of his like restriction and what he needs to take authority of was connected to his family connected to his emotions but when it came to him kind of learning more of the unknown and spirituality and his self undoing it was connected to the relationships now relationships are like partnerships whether romantic or platonic in which you need to really get to know each other or know someone on a one-on-one basis it's hard to kind of relate to just folks and really get to know them when you know you need to focus on family so i wonder if he felt like you know i'm always have to focus on my family i can't deal with my own type of shit you know what i mean like he just had this super obligation to his family and so for his family to kind of not come through for him this is what his thoughts are you know his family letting him go and not wanting him to be manager made him feel a certain way maybe the crazy thing is saturn is trying finale exactly also trying anthropos so this restriction caused an easy flowing energy of transition of death you know because of the restriction that his family member which who was roger was giving him the only thing i really see with pluto is that it is um sextile neptune as well so again his creativity he's supposed to receive some a major trend all his transformations were deeply in his transformations in his empowerment was deeply connected to his self-expression his creativity his talents right him having fun and um the thing is though is that like through that energy through his creativity and awesomeness people automatically would gravitate towards him and so he develops these spiritual connections these spiritual partnerships right so he may felt that even they were family the partnership that he had with his family members with his brother um roger was kind of like a spiritual pact a spiritual connection that they was that they were supposed to kind of work through together you know what i'm saying and him kind of cutting it off felt like he was cutting something else off i guess i don't know like the spiritual contract which probably brought him on edge especially with having uranus conjunct in the moon you know and Uranus also represents like weirdness and uh, like things that are different, authenticity and things that make you quirky. So he maybe felt like his emotions were weird and quirky, that they were random. And sometimes he would act on them and regret it, you know. Um, Pluto is square, finale and antropost. Again, transition that was disharmonious, which could lead to death. You know, tricky shit, man. Tricky shit. I'm going to end it off here with the comes to the birth chart. Let's look deeper into their death charts, right? And so what I'm going to do is look at the faithful day, faithful morning 
um, 7 o'clock a.m. when um, Roger was found shot in front of his um, recording studio. I'm also going to look at um, when Roger died or was pronounced dead at 7.54 a.m. during the surgery. And then I'm going to look at when Larry was found and pronounced dead at 7.35 at that car. Um, I will also look at name aspects. But before I do that, I will look at the transits of the day that they died and see if I see anything um, interesting compared to with Larry and compared to um, Roger's birth chart as well as um, oh actually not their death chart because their death chart's their death chart you know what I'm saying but yeah I'll look deeper into that um, and yeah so yeah <laughs> drinking my drink real quick okay so let's talk about unfortunately that sad moment when um, Roger Troutman was found uh, shot in the torso the interesting thing was that happened on Sunday April 25th 1999 at 7am that's when he was found in Dayton Ohio and Sun and Ascendant was in Taurus conjuncting also Pallas and Saturn see all this time I thought his brother was involved in this right but the Saturn thing is interesting because Saturn could be that he was uh, mind you let me actually add this part in here Saturn Pallas and Sun is all conjunct the ascendant right but um, they're in the 12th house. Those planets are. And you know the Senate starts the first house. So that's interesting. But what I want to mention though. Is that. You know. The brother. Larry. Could have meant. Could have been. The authority figure. Right. Um, that caused this death to him. Um, but it's interesting. Two points right. Saturn's in the 12th house. So that shows us the house of the unknown. And you know. The, the like these kind of secret societies. Quote unquote. Or these um, people. The powers that be. Would be kind of representing. The 12th house energy. Because they do things in silence. And there's no control over it. But I mean. I kind of see them more as the 8th house. Because we know what they're doing. We just don't know the details which makes it secretive maybe 12th house is more of a spiritual thing which could this been like a spiritual warfare could larry have been possessed somehow you know what i mean which is interesting there um but another thing the other point that i wanted to make too is that this is not just roger troutman's death chart is larry troutman's death chart and so for saturn to also be conjuncting this area shows that did a higher power kill both of them did someone that they felt was authority of them kill both of them you know what i mean 
and took their vitality. This is both this is both of their death charts. This is both situations that they were in. But another note to make is that the 7 a.m. time was not when Larry died, is when Roger got shot, which led to his death. So is Larry Saturn? We'll have to look deeper. We have to look into the time that Larry was actually presumed dead and see what was up with that, okay? Um, Saturn is conjunct sun which shows that this like again a restriction of vitality a restriction of self of personality of your persona of your appearance you can't even move your body no more you've been restricted right because it's conjunct both the sun and the ascendant the sun is your vitality the ascendant is your body yourself palace shows that this there was some planning into this and it's actually with palace being in taurus this is shows that this was planned for a while and no moves were made this seemed more like a passion killing than anything you know for him to like kill himself that way so it makes me think like did larry kill him you know what i mean that's strange y'all that's really strange with taurus being the rising sign of this time it shows and it's probably Taurus was the rising sign when both Larry and uh, Roger died but let's just focus on the seven o'clock time when when you know Roger got shot um and was found shot um Taurus represents the throat right so I wonder I couldn't find the autopsy report but I wonder if something happened to his throat you know what I mean um, which is interesting because, again, remember he was, you know, he created a tool uh, uh, called the Golden Throat that would help him with his music. So isn't that interesting if he did get shot in the throat? But Taurus also gives me vibes of digestion, kind of ingesting something. So that shows that he, you know, him being shot in the torso, too. Um, Taurus gives me that vibe of ingestion, ingesting something. Virgo does, too as well as Pisces and but but Pisces is more like toxic stuff you know what I mean like a toxin like a drug or something Virgo is kind of like ingesting something getting sick Taurus is like just the digestive system maybe so I can see someone saying like this is him getting shot in the torso area the first house is ruled by Taurus Taurus is ruled by Venus and Venus is in the second house which shows that this was this happened because of money issues possessions material worth and self-worth all because of money and with it being with Gemini being in the second house this shows that it was kind of like a quick reaction a quick thought to kind of go with it so I wonder if like whoever planned this, planned this right out, but never acted on it and decided to just act on it now, which shows that there was planning involved as well as kind of randomness involved too. But with Gemini energy too, Gemini energy does is random, but again, they think fast and they think thoroughly. That's what makes them smart. They think fast and thoroughly at the same damn time. 
So, I don't know. It's just really interesting here. Possessions were definitely involved in the situation. Again, I like to see the AC as the person, the DC as the culprit. And the descendant has Venus conjunct the descendant in the sixth house. Uh, Excuse me, not Venus, Mars. Which shows, again, there was an aggressor here. (laughs) Which, duh, there was an aggressor, possibly Larry. Which is interesting. Mars is retrograde too in the sixth house conjunct the seventh house which shows that this is more of a stealthy type of thing and again like larry could have been stealthy or did this in stealth like really quiet with it or someone else did this tried to plant it like plant it on larry and kind of got away with it it does represent, you know, Mars is in Scorpio. It is secretive energies here. You know what I mean? That might be something. And that's the funny thing about Mars retrograde. It only it happens every two years. It's not something that happens that often. Another thing that I peeped just while glancing at this chart is that Dark Moon Lilith again is showing up. Feminine energy seeking revenge onto masculine energy. And it's conjunct R.I.P. in Pisces. In the 11th house. So it was someone within their circle that did this. It's making me think maybe... Maybe Larry didn't. Or maybe this is Larry feeling this way. Pluto is in the 8th house and conjunct... The eighth house cusp with Juno. Juno's retrograde, Pluto's retrograde. This transition, this transition is very secretive, passion-filled. Was planned, but like someone just act on it. You know what I mean? They probably planned this for a while, but they decide just to act on it today. With Juno here, though, was this maybe a lover of one of theirs or both of theirs? <laughs> Vesta is okay. Let's talk about the fourth house because I'm going too deep now. <laughs> and it just calm it down. I just need to calm this down, okay? Before I go to fourth house, let me go to the tenth real quick. Tenth is in Capricorn, right? So it shows that again, this is the most heightened, this is very heightened energy. This is kind of just shocked everyone. People couldn't believe this happened. Um the status and reputation of the family is very heightened right now. That's not necessarily in a good way. Anibus is in the 10th house, which represents death. It's conjunct Neptune, a mysterious death, deception. So this makes me, this is telling me that this, this death is not, it's not how it seems. It's not how it seems. The reputation of this of this shooting is 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 there's some deceit here. There's illusions here. This is not it's not how it seems. I don't think Larry did it. I th- if Larry did it, if Larry did it, it was con- him controlled over s- controlled somehow. 
maybe through the spiritual realm, maybe through a bigger person, maybe through a bigger energy, an earthly energy. Uranus is in the 10th house too, which kind of shows, uh, and an Aquarius too, which shows that this really did come out of nowhere. Like no one was expecting this to happen. It could have been that Larry did this, felt so bad and killed himself. Like he just felt so bad. It wasn't on no, oh, I'm a coward. I'm going to kill myself. It's like, I can't believe I did that to my own family. I'm going to kill myself. But remember that devotion he had with his family with that cancer energy. And it's connected to some some past life shit because Uranus and um, South Node is conjunct. This is some weird past life shit. This could have been like some spiritual warfare, some karmic shit that happened too. It could be that. It could have been some weird karmic thing they had to go through. Let's go to the fourth house real quick. Fourth house is ruled by cancer. Okay. And so again, uh, this is bringing it back to the family, right? Um, private moments with the family nurturing moments with the family things we have to keep quiet with the family no one else's business right but peep Desta and Anthropos are conjunct in the fourth house in Leo this family is known for Leo like things creativity self expression talents but it shows the keeper of the hearth dying Vesta is conjunct Anthropos. Anthropos is death. Vesta is the keeper of the hearth. But I feel like the keeper of the hearth is more Larry than Roger. I don't think he did it. Oh my God. There's a chance that he may have not done this. But someone was smart enough to plan that he did. Or maybe someone forced him to do it. I don't think this is a great chance Larry didn't do this, y'all. Fuck. The fourth house rule is Cancer. Cancer is ruled by Moon. The Moon is in the fifth house. Okay, so that kind of brings it back to Larry because the fifth house is the house of talents, creativity, and the house of self expression. It's in Virgo, which represents everyday routines, everyday tasks. So that's connected with him being the manager. This is manager vibes here. The moon is conjunct pars of fortune, though, which gives this represents good luck. And this, this situation has nothing to do with good luck. This didn't give luck to anybody, unfortunately. But you know how I feel about the fourth house? It's something to consider. But I like to look at the other shit too. Now I feel weird looking at the sixth house. Um, but because it has to deal with like health and sicknesses more than anything. But you know. Their health quickly failed and they died. So it's something to consider. The sixth house ruler. Ah I just noticed that. Before I start with that. That Libra and Aries is conjunct right and I i mean not conjunct intercepted and I have these natally intercepted and with that energy it shows that you 
were kind of like an emperor of someone of power but also was good at relating with people including romantic relationships I do feel like this was connected to a woman somehow maybe connected to someone that they were having a relationship with maybe maybe that person did it and the fucked up thing about it is that Aries is intercepting in the 12th so we'll never know the truth We'll have to connect with them spiritually. And I don't think anyone even did a medium reading with them. But this could also mean too with Aries in the 12th house. That. You know. Larry wanted to be the emperor. Wanted to be in charge. Wanted to be focused on self. And we'll never know his real reasons on why he did this. And both their bad health within this them dying within this situation was connected to their partnership the whole idea of their partnership and their in their closeness and what they went through all that time was muted as well as their self-interest muted because it would intercept it one thing i'm peeping to vertex is in the sixth house which represents partnerships finale is opposite of it which shows the, them breaking partnerships but also showing death faded death faded finale it's also opposite vertex is also opposite jupiter right jupiter represents abundance prosperity which again a faded event of no more prosperity for larry Vertex is also opposite Requiem. Showing that again, that you know, they're not being looked at as the as the positive family anymore. It's like some sully the family name's been sullied because of the situation. And now the funeral arrangements is awkward because they you know they possibly the brother killed them, killed his own brother, and it's just weird now. Jupiter also represents the the philosophies and beliefs of the father. And even though Larry wasn't the father, he was the father-like person and always taking care of the family. So maybe that's something. Him going against, Roger going against Larry caused this fated event to happen which ended in a finale and a requiem the end of their lives a finale of their earthly realm and moving them to the spiritual realm and kind of causing this the funeral arrangements to happen i don't know man this is really driving me nuts i'll have to look more into their death chart um The sixth house ruler is Virgo. Virgo is ruled by Mercury, and Mercury is in the twelfth. Which shows, again, earthly realm versus spiritual realm. And it happened quick. I don't think 
I think Roger was suffering, right? Like, was... But I think he was out of body. He didn't feel all that pain like that. It makes me think that he didn't. I felt like he was kind of gone already. I don't know. But the thing is, there's multiple layers of Mars, I mean, excuse me, of Aries and Libra. So it may not be ruler focused on self and focused on partnerships and that energy being muted because you overexerted it at this moment. But it could represent partnerships and focusing on self. And those energies are muted. And it's ended up being like passions overdrive, like on overdrive. And you're forgetting about what will be best for yourself. And you're forgetting about what will be best for the partnership. And you're focusing more on the ego side of things. Maybe. Let's move on to the eighth. Eighth house has Pluto and Juno conjunct at the same degree, almost at the very same minute. Pluto's at 10 degrees one minute. Juno's at 10 degrees two minutes. That's why it makes me think that maybe someone's partner was involved. Maybe Roger slept with somebody that Larry loved. Maybe Larry slept with someone that Roger loved, which caused his death. Saturn is all, I mean, excuse me, Sagittarius is in here. Sagittarius is all about like passionate, um, quick doing things YOLO kind of like doing things for the passion of it all just for the fuck of it because you desire it and you want it and so you're going to go for it Pluto also represents intimate partnerships intimacy but Pluto also represents shared worth Um, and they did have a shared worth but that Pluto was retrograde too, which a lot of feelings were kind of rumbling inside. This, this whole transition was a secretive thing. It's, it's a lot of secrets in here that we are not aware of. But with Juno being so fucking close to Pluto at the almost the same exact minute, this had to do with... I feel like someone slept with someone something. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Somebody slept with someone something. Especially with Pluto and Juno. Not really Juno because Juno's an asteroid, but especially with Pluto opposite Venus in the second house. Eighth house is ruled by Sag. Sag is ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter is in the twelfth house. Again, unknown. There's some shit that just we we can't find out. I I'm not gonna be able to find out through astrology. That we have to connect with them spiritually. This may be also saying that this is something karmic. This is something spiritual. This is something that has nothing really to do with the earthly realm. It just played out in the earthly realm. Maybe some possessions of some of a sort. Especially with this energy being in Aries. It means that the, you know, it represents the body, personality, and persona. Oh shit, this might have been a possession for real. Peep this. Aries represents your personality, your persona, your appearance, your motivation, your drive, right? Aries is intercepted, so that energy is muted. It's not your personality. It's not your persona. 
It's not your appearance. It's not your motivation. It's not your drive. Something else is taking over it. That's why your specific energy is muted. Larry might have been possessed, if anything. If he if he did this, he was possessed. I'm dead ass serious. I am dead ass serious. Oof, I got chills too, y'all. It's 9.44. Let's look at the fucking angel numbers. Oof, my body feels weird, y'all. Shit. Okay. I'm, oof, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Ooh, okay, let's look at 944. I'm feeling some type of way, child. Lord. Okay, let me see. 944 encourages you to reorganize your priorities and take responsibility of your own choices, actions, personal growth, and all aspects of your life. Love and nurture yourself and others and focus upon your own goals, values, and life path. Focus on being your highest and best self and speak and live your truths. Focus positively on your own energies and be your powerful guide. Sorry, I have to clap to loosen this energy. This energy is wild. So if you feel weird and the energy stuck and you feel like uh, things are around you and you don't like how the energy is feeling, clap. And it loosens it up, okay? Just to let y'all know. Okay, let me speak it again. Angel number 944 is a message that the angels and archangels are supporting your life purpose and are encouraging you to look into spiritually based work and or career path or service based projects or ventures. Your life purpose involves serving humanity and using your light working abilities. So set your goals and pursue your aspirations with enthusiasm and passion and trust the workings of the universe. You have all the skills and talents you need in order to fulfill your spiritual destiny. Oopsie. Hold on one second. Angel number 944 may also suggest that it's time for you to let go of a situation that has now ran its course. And that's what Roger was trying to do. As one door closes, another door opens and the angels are helping you to open those new doors of opportunity and help you heal from your pain, sorrow, and feelings of loss that may, uh, may accompany the transition that you are now undergoing. And they were going through a transition and all that drama all that sadness all that tragedy was pro- they probably had a hard transition y'all use your creative mind to establish a plan of action and move to the next level of your life Ooh, ciao this shit is deep i cannot deal i have to clap some more Whew. this is heavy ass energy y'all oh my god oh my god Wow. Wow. Pluto is sextile Uranus. Uranus is random events. This transition was a random event that popped up out of nowhere, especially Uranus being an Aquarius. This was a faded event, something with karmic influence, karmic backing, with also Pluto. Um, Uranus being, um, excuse me, Uranus being conjunct, um, south node. Again, some deception and illusions, some, some confusion you know, this people are still confused about this whole death with Pluto sextile Neptune. Fucking Pluto is square, dark and and R.I.P. Okay, 
it shows this disharmonious, disharmonious, excuse me, energies with this transition in the period, and that there was someone being met. There's some. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he did it. If he did it, he was possessed somehow, forced somehow, didn't have control over his body. Maybe this is showing that Roger didn't have control over his body over the time. Fuck. This is crazy, y'all. Pluto trying Mercury. Maybe showing some the planning involved in this. The plan went through. Pluto trying Jupiter. Maybe at the end of it all, it all worked out because they transitioned easily. Not easily, but maybe they just transitioned quick. But I don't know with this Pluto trying Jupiter, honestly. I don't know how to interpret this. Like, I know generally it shows you transitions through a different philosophy, belief, or religion. You're transitioning from that. But I don't understand how that's connected with death. With this specific death. You know what I mean? Maybe finale conjuncting Jupiter as well as Requiem. It kind of darkens it. You know? This is wild, y'all. Pluto is sextile, I mean, excuse me, trying Vesta and Antipos. But is Larry to keep you at the hearth or not? You know? Or is there someone bigger? Was there somewhere bigger involved in this? With Saturn conjunct the the AC or the Ascendant, I kind of feel like it was. really got Mars before I move on in the aspects Mars are making <sighs> Mars square Anubis Mars square Neptune and then which shows this illusion when it comes to the aggressor of the situation so maybe the who we think is the aggressor is not the aggressor. You get what I'm saying? And who the real culprit is, is hidden because the seventh house cusp is in the eighth, which is the house of secrets. You know what I mean? Hmm. Mars is opposite Saturn too. Mars is retrograde again. It's stealth-like energy. Someone felt they wasn't in control anymore, and so they applied aggression. That's what I see here. They were feeling totally opposite, and someone applied aggression. Now that could fall along with the story of Larry, but it could not. This could be someone else totally different. Who knows? 
Whew, let me look on to the um fucking rest of the chart, right? So let me look first at Larry Troutman's death. He died the same time, Sunday, April 25th, 1999, but at 7.35 a.m. Taurus is still the rising sign. Osiris is 26 degrees Taurus. The rising sign is 20 degrees Taurus, so it's not really conjunct, but that energy is in there. Venus moved from the second house to the first, which shows that the desires moved, uh, moved from being focused on money, focused on possessions, and then moved over to oh what about myself what about how I feel what about my persona my personality my appearance my body you know what I mean and so again this might have been I don't know y'all this might have been Larry you know what I mean but I can't ignore the Neptune energy still in the 10th I can't, I, I can't ignore that. I can't ignore Vesta and Antropos conjuncting the fourth still. Maybe Larry was sent to do this, felt instant regret, and then killed himself after he did it. That's what I'm thinking. The houses are pretty much still the same. So the eighth house is still, you know, ruled by Sagittarius, you know, and Jupiter's still in the 12th. So it's still the same energies here. Lachesis now is conjunct the seventh, um, seventh house cusp, which is the descendant. Well, not really, actually, because Lachesis is 14 degrees. This one is at 20. Excuse me. Anubis is right at the 10th house cusp, which shows the death right there. Crazy, dude. And the MC is at zero degrees Aquarius, so it just moved from Capricorn to Aquarius. Virgo and Pisces still intercepted, but in the 5th and the 11th. So the talents are gone, that shows. And how people receive the talent is gone. Like, there's no more. There's no more. Oh, I think it's shit. And then it shows... This might mean that Larry did it. Fuck. Because with Virgo and Pisces intercepted in those specific signs... Excuse me, Virgo and Pisces weren't intercepted before. It was Aries and Libra. But now Virgo and Pisces are intercepted. So it shows with Larry passing. The day-to-day shit to control the the creative energy, the, the, the self-expression, the talents is now muted because he's gone. So with all he did this for, now it's gone. And with Pisces being intercepted, it shows that the natural channeled energy, 
that created this this creativity that made people perceive this talent as being beautiful as being great is gone as well oh i think larry did it because dark moon lilith and r.i.p is conjunct in pisces and that's intercepted with him dying that means the person that wanted the payback died larry might have did this but there might have been something behind him a power behind him that made him do it or if it's not that that means that Roger really felt like he was the authority he was the maybe the big brother that he had to always listen to but there's still some confusion and deception within this death we're missing out something we're missing out on something still there's something still up there's something still weird and it could have been just a spiritual weird karmic thing between them you know let's look at when roger passed still in taurus so something with his throat i wonder if something with roger's throat was fucked up or if something with larry's throat got fucked up during this whole process but the interesting thing is when Roger was pronounced dead, Osiris was exactly at 26 degrees where the ascendant is, as well as 26 degrees. Venus is in the first house. Again, it's not about the money no more, it's about self. Because none of them are getting money now, they're both dead. Ceres is in the second house. But at the second house cusp, like right almost at the first, I kind of feel like the people who took, they didn't, they didn't do their best to feel for some reason. Like he, Roger could have been saved somehow, even though it was a lot of shots. I felt like if they just did one thing and it could have been just, they just, sometimes doctors made the wrong mistakes when it comes to that body. It's an emergency room. They probably didn't even, couldn't help it. I'm not trying to put, point any fingers, but they probably did one thing different it could have saved his life you know as well no more interceptions when roger died no more interceptions no more duplicates this was some karmic shit y'all eighth house still the same tenth house still the same Neptune though moved from the 10th to the 9th which maybe shows that within their soul their whole philosophies and beliefs on earth changed now because they see the reality of, of when they passed so what they perceived as what house the spirit world and the earthly world are connected are totally different from what they thought Mercury moved on to the 11th. So people are now talking about all of this. It's a talk of the town now. The fans are aware. The fans are hurt. The fans are sad. Wow, y'all. This is so sad. Whew. This is so sad. Moon is in Virgo at this at this whole entire time. And with Moon in Virgo again, 
trying to be practical with your emotions, trying to be perfect, trying to organize your emotions, try to apply it to your everyday life. And sometimes, you know, it's not like you're losing your soul, but you're like, you're trying to neglect to feel. You have to feel. And that could have caused this buildup. This is just heartbreaking, y'all. Um, let's look at Larry, um, Larry Troutman's, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's look at Larry Troutman's progressions in, um, transits. Um, the progressive, you know, he was born August 12th, Saturday, August 12th, 1944. Um, the progressed date would make it October 6th, 1944. But um, the transit, of course, is when they when he both when they both died, April twenty fifth, nineteen ninety nine. Let me see if I see anything. That's interesting. Moon is conjunct his um, natal moon, so he was really in his feelings. He was a super Jupiter. I mean, super Gemini moon. So the emotions were even deeper and stronger than they usually were. More random. More like reactive. Especially with Uranus. His Uranus is conjunct his natal. Excuse me. His natal and his progressed moon. I mean his progressed moon, not his transit moon, sorry. But he was feeling extremely moony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is huge because again, it's a whole new like he was born in August, his progressed moon is, is of eight, October six. You know what I mean? So his moon literally went back to Gemini. So he was really in his he was in his emotions deeply during this time. It was literally his lunar return. Be careful during your lunar return, y'all. You don't want to make a decision that doesn't that you regret the progressed moon is also conjunct Juno but Juno is also conjunct Saturn I feel like a woman was involved in a situation a life partner was involved which heightened the energies which heightened the feelings even more made things even worse North Node is conjunct Vesta Vesta North Node is conjunct Sun. So this is a faded event. I don't know if Larry was, you know, this is transit North Node, by the way. But I don't know if Larry Troutman was controlled by somebody else of the earthly realm. He could have been the keeper of the hearth because he wanted to keep... The family finances the same, everything the same. Um, palace, progressed palace is conjunct Dark Moon Lilith and Venus. So again, this planning, this strategy, trying to do things a certain way. Maybe he planned to do this and instantly regretted it. Maybe it was something that he always thought about. Like, man, if I was, 
I'm going to do this, this and that. It wasn't really taking it seriously, but subconsciously that energy was around him because this is connected to some karmic influence of them having beef in the past life. And then with this, all this energy happening all at once, he just reacted to it and instantly regretted it. Saris is conjunct Chiron and Mercury. His progress, Saris, showing that he wanted to nurture and take care and make sure things were good. Because he regret making the mistakes that he did before. He wanted to make it better, but Roger didn't trust him anymore. And that offended him. So with progressed Mercury on his natal Mars, he was offended and he talked quick. He talked about his aggressions. He talked he talked his aggressions out. He was mad. He was offended. He was hurt. Venus is conjunct Anthropos. This had to do with some type of desire or a woman or a relationship. It had to transit Chiron is conjunct Anubis it was really supposed to heal at that moment heal their, how they how they're passionate about certain things the passion of certain things that they kind of like how you kind of you know Sagittarius is all about YOLO you know, that's, that's the best way to describe them they feel something they have the passion to do something they do it and they're supposed to heal that part of them that's stopping them to do that. Maybe, but the thing is, Chiron was retrograde. So they were supposed to not act on it, but reflect on it. And the fucked up thing is, if if Larry and Roger waited on this decision to break apart, waited till Chiron was direct again, this would have not happened at all. But energies were too wild. Energies were too high. Let me see the transient progressions on Roger's chart. <sighs> Looking through it now. North node is conjunct. Is his transit north node is conjunct as Pluto. Again, a faded transition. So regardless, he was going to go through some transition. Transit moon is conjunct his south node. This was a karmic beef that they had, y'all. Moon is also conjunct both progressed Vesta and natal Vesta. Progressed Vesta is retrograde, though. Which is interesting. So there was some secrets involved in here for sure. I kind of do feel like Larry was to keep up the hearth. I feel like this was deeply a spiritual karmic thing that they had to play out in this specific simulation. It was just supposed to play out this way. And unfortunately, the family was hurt in the process. This is so sad, y'all. Transit Uranus is conjunct progressed palace. Again, this seemed like it was random, but it was planned. 
maybe planned by the universe, maybe planned by his spirit, and he didn't realize it, planned subconsciously. I really feel like, I really feel like it was planned subconsciously. Nep- Transit Neptune is conjunct his natal palace, Roger's natal, pla- natal pla- palace. Which shows that maybe this was more than his death. Like he was planning to bring his talents elsewhere, you know? Planning to move about a different way. Maybe this strategic, he was trying to be strategic with it. It just worked out so, it just planned out, panned out so terribly though. That he was trying to heal that, that his natal Chiron, trying to take authority. There goes Juno again, y'all. Conjunct his natal Chiron. I was just talking about his natal Chiron. And he was going through his Mercury return at the time too. He was really trying to speak up, take that authority, be in charge. Dark Moon Lilith and Chiron is conjunct his Mercury. Y'all. Yeah, this is some type of payback. This was some type of payback, some past life payback, it seems like. Whew. The tricky, I, I feel like this was Larry. But what if it wasn't? What if he was controlled somehow? What if... Oh, this is wild. Okay, now I want to take a quick look to see if I see any quick conjunctions between Larry and Roger that will kind of clear some things up with me um, within their natal charts. Pluto is conjunct. Excuse me. Roger's Pluto is conjunct Larry's Lilith asteroid Lilith so Larry felt that he was like kind of controlled over Roger's empowerment that if Roger gained empowerment that he would lose all sorts of control you get what I'm saying and he felt that like okay oh wow so this is interesting. Natalie, Larry had Dark Moon Lilith, um, Black Moon Lilith, and Asteroid Lilith in the same area, possibly the same sign in Leo. And all of them were on Rogers Pluto. So he was really feeling like he's the feminine energy. He was really feeling extremely controlled by Roger having his own power, him being empowered. And he felt like it will kill him. So Larry killed him first. Does that make sense? Cyrus is here too. So he didn't want it to be that way. He wanted to take care of him. He wanted to support his creativity, his talents, his self-expression. It gave him luck. It gave him abundance too. It gave Larry abundance too. But this was just some, yeah, this is some past life shit, y'all. Straight up. 
Rogers Mars is conjunct um, Larry's Neptune. So it's like it shows that Larry's self-undoing and self-sabotaging ways gave some anger to Roger and pissed him off. Larry's vertex is conjunct Roger's Neptune and Venus. So so I felt like some spiritual lover was involved here. Especially with Dark Moon Lilith and Venus conjuncting for um, for Roger. Again, look, Roger's vertex is conjunct um, Larry's south node. Yeah, this is some past life thing that they had to work through. A part of assimilation, y'all. <laughs> That's what it was. And you know what's wild, too? What's really wild is Roger's south node in Vesta is conjunct Larry's Venus and Jupiter and Ceres. Again, it's showing this past life issue. It's this responsibility of being keeper of the hearth. Who's going to be the keeper of the hearth, maybe? Who's going to take care of the family, make sure everything's good? This is wild, y'all. Wild, wild, wild. Now, this may clear things up a little bit more. We're going to look specifically at aspect names. I mean, excuse me, asteroid names, right? So let me see if I see anything that is worth mentioning. So I used Freeman asteroid, kind of thinking that it would be like Freemason, and it's conjunct vertex. Now, do y'all think I should have used Freeman as Freemason? Because if I should have, if y'all think I should have, then that is something that I should have taken account for. Maybe this is deeper than we thought. (laughs) But other than that, none of the names are really aspect, like conjuncting. That's one thing I can say. Um, What's interesting, though, um, this is what I'm seeing for Larry's chart. But there's a couple of Roger. There's Roger and Rogers, right? And one of the Rogers... Let me see if I have this right, y'all. One of the Rogers is... Square Ceres. Also Square Dark Moon Lilith. Right? And so... Larry felt like, you know... He doesn't mind nurturing them, take care of them, making sure he expresses self-expression, his creativity. But it was a lot to bear. He had to do a lot of transmutation in the process. And it was just too much for him to always have to watch after Roger. But he wanted to still. He felt like an obligation to. Like a mother. A little bit. You know what I mean? This other Roger is also opposite Pluto. 
which means a lot because like op is opposite pluto right um this could show that maybe he did not do anything um especially with the asteroid truth opposite vesta the truth is that you know the keeper of the hearth didn't do it but who's the keeper of the hearth is it what i've been saying before organized groups with power or is larry the keeper of the hearth of the situation you know what i mean you know opposites are really interesting when it comes to these type of readings but one thing i can't say for sure is that larry wanted to go through a transformation of the creative work but roger had his own ideas his own uniqueness his own way of going through things and they were totally different from each other they didn't want to do what each other wanted to do and that was just what it was What I really look for with these type of, um, with, with name asteroids, I don't really like, with most asteroids, honestly, people like to look at conjunctions and opposites and barely opposites. They're really looking at conjunctions here because these asteroids are tiny. So, um, I don't really look at squares and trines and even opposites. I'm not really too fond of, but you know, this is becoming really long. Let's take a last look and see um larry's um birth chart and how this applies i had this asteroid called mason dixon here and it is aspecting south node and aspecting pars of fortune should i use mason dixon as uh, freemason too and kind of like but again some south some south node energy some karmic energy connected to power controlling other people so man i don't know i don't know i feel like larry must have did something but i feel like he was controlled to do it somehow either spiritually or maybe from a higher power a higher earthly power like but they had to do this they had it had to go this way maybe you know what i mean like something had to happen drastically but maybe it went a little too far roger is conjunct palace maybe roger's planning out stuff you know what i mean under larry's wishes truth is conjunct sun and the sun is they're both in sagittarius the asteroid truth so truth with Sagittarius energy, truth is that this just came out of nowhere. That's what I kind of feel that as. This just came out of nowhere. This is interesting, y'all. I'm going to cut this here and leave you all with the last words, okay? And tell you what I think what happened. So what do I think happened? I don't... <laughs> it's weird to say I don't know, but I think two things. It's either... 
is either Larry did it, right, and was somehow just like possessed to do it or someone forced him to do it and he couldn't control like what was going on in the situation because Vesta and Saturn, Vesta's not as strong, but Saturn's involved. So I don't think it was like some big organization maybe or whatever, but someone that was controlling them or had some type of control over them forced Larry to kill Roger, then also forced Larry to kill himself. Because the thing is, it's like you can't ignore the part where Larry does have a quote-unquote self-inflicted gunshot wound to his head but he's in the passenger seat like you can't that see they could have played this off well right if that part didn't happen that's the tricky part that's the tricky part and for like I don't know y'all this just don't seem all the way right to me it don't so it could be something like this in which like okay the family was going through some like ancestral karmic stuff and then Larry did it was possessed into doing it had no control over his own body in the spiritual way or literally in the physical way you cannot forget Aries and Libra I think there's something way more to this. It's so many secrets. It's so many freaking secrets. And it's just sad. It's really, really sad. I don't think it's just Larry got upset, killed Roger, killed himself. I don't think it's just that simple. I think there's way more to it. I think there's way more to this. Is either like some spiritual warfare, some black magic involved, some funky shit like that, or there was literally another person involved who made this happen, who forced this to happen. And I'm redoing this because, you know, at first, okay, in the first thing, the first thing I said, the first message I said, I was like, okay, Larry did it. But there was always this part of me like, you know what I mean? In the last words. So I think it's weird. Like, Larry had involvement in it. I don't think he had full control of himself. I don't. I don't know how he didn't have full control of himself. I don't know if it was spiritual. I don't know if it was like this ancestral thing. I don't know if someone literally else was involved. But it wasn't him. You know what I mean? Like I had, I remember, um, I'm not going to put any details into this, but I remember like someone was doing some medium, a medium reading and the person committed suicide and they were like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And she was saying, I don't think they're saying it wasn't me as in, um, you know, someone else killed them, but it wasn't me as in I wasn't in my right mind. You know, so who knows, y'all? This is just really sad, though. So if you can put a um, white candle out, burn a white candle for both of them, Roger Troutman and Larry Troutman. 
um because this was an actual tragic ass event i think it was hard for them to like fully cross over for it i think they're fine now for the most part and i think they've always been fine because their ancestors probably had them but i don't think i think it was difficult for them to realize this whole thing and that's sad that's really sad it's just something funny about this if it honestly my intuition is like but if it wasn't for that freaking car situation i probably would have been like yeah that's larry You know, or I would have felt away, and I would say that's the only thing that I could think of. But I don't know, y'all. So light a white candle out for them. Um, energetically, spiritually, literally, do it, and um, say your prayers for them, and hope for the best for their spirit and for their family, their poor family that had to bury both of their sons, both of their uncles, maybe an uncle and a dad together it's just so heartbreaking okay you know children lost fathers and uncles here it's just really sad so light a white candle for them wish them love and um yeah that's all I could say anyways y'all I'll see y'all next next week why did I say next week I'm so used to saying next week I'll see y'all tomorrow but I'll do another my bed in astrology on another conspiracy theory death okay much love y'all peace